This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. It's that time again. Time for This Day in History on lineupmedia.fm. October 5th is here. So are the events, the births, and all the deaths that are notable throughout the annals of time on the 5th of October, the eighth month of the year. Back when there Previously, were 10 months in yeah. a year. Yes. Hence October. It makes no sense to me why we couldn't have July and left August. October as the eighth month and put July and August into... Well, you should contemplate why we have 12 months when there should be 13. That's another one. Astrological signs. Yes. Ophiuchus has mm-hmm. been, I don't know, relegated to uh, some sort of non-astrological status. And if we had 13 months, what would the length of the months be? 28 days each, give or take? Well, you uh, figure it out. Into 365. Why don't you figure it out, smartass? I'm still trying to figure out Planck's constant. You work on that. Yeah. All right. We got some good events today. Got a lot of cool uh, birthdays today, too. Yeah, we got a few. All right. Got a. I got a question about how one gentleman might have been buried. I got a. Well, we got a big birthday, actually. I'm telling you. One right, of the, well, let's one of the greats. It. All right. Now, I'm going to run through some of the events yeah. that affect the world we live in today. Uh, if you woke up in 1582, on October the 5th, in either Italy, Poland, Portugal, or Spain, uh, this day did not exist right? because of the Gregorian calendar we shift. We talked about this yesterday. yesterday yeah. we Are we going to do this for the next 10 days? No. I'm just okay. going to mention it one Good. time to remind the audience that these days don't exist. Right. They're gone from those countries. Right. But they do exist in England. Yes. And Russia. There is no October the 5th. 1582 in Italy. Sorry. I don't think anybody's going to miss it. No, I don't think so either. Now, speaking of Italians in 1607, you know what the Pope does? Yeah. This is the Christian thing to do, I think. I don't know what this guy did to piss him off. He well, did something. Oh, he's a scientist. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's there easy. you go. That's, that's, easy. A, that's yeah. yeah. Okay. There he, you go. He... He, uh, he used the scientific method, and he had some... Right. Uh, the global uh, warming method he, of science. He, he had some uh, hypothesis that uh, he, you know was repeatable and uh, provable. Falsi- falsifiable. Falsifiable. Karl Popper. So what does the As Pope do? As opposed to global warming, what which is, the, is none of the above. And that's your mention no, for today. I'm going to keep mentioning it. No, you're not. Vaslav Havel's one of our... Is it birthday? Yes, it's his birthday. He's a big anti-global warming. I love that guy. Okay, he well, I love him for different reasons, he but he's knew a, it was bullshit. Uh, Pope Paul V. He sends. What does he do? You know what he does? You know what this guy does? He sends assassins to attempt to kill a Venetian statesman and scientist, as Armand mentions, Paolo Sarpi. Never heard of him, but they bungled it. He still lives. You know what happens to Paolo? This is amazing. He survives 15 stiletto stab thrust. Well, it would have been better if they use a knife instead of shoes. That's what I was thinking. That's a joke, son. Who the hell wore stilettos to an assassination? Gag, that is. All right. That's not funny. That's sick. All right. Well, they should have David Rizzioed him. 56, yeah. 
56 stabs. Yeah, he, man he, he, need, he needed another 42. Yeah. Uh, 41. 41? 41. <laughs> 41. Yeah, I need another 41. And you're going to try to figure out how many uh, days in 13 months? Uh, not really. Okay. Yeah, but the Pope sending assassins. That's I mean, okay. the Christian thing to do. I'm sure it is. Good grief. I'd have done the same thing. Really? I'd like to assassinate the Pope. I don't want to assassinate him. I just you're, want to get him out of office. You're going to hell. <laughs> I hope I'm you not know Catholic. That. I don't know. I'm going to hell. You're going somewhere. And it ain't going to be good. I ain't going on a date, I'll tell you well, that. Well, maybe you already are in hell. Maybe this is your punishment. Maybe I'm in heaven. You're the married guy. Uh, you should know I'm, what purgatory I'm, I'm is. I'm quite fine. Okay. 1789, the women of Paris get together, hold a little march. They march to Versailles. What do they want? Well, they want Louis the Sixteenth oh. to... Uh, Ooh, promulgate. To, yeah, to... Promul, yeah. They're marching <laughs> about this? his refusal to promulgate the decrees on the abolition of feudalism. They demand bread. Who doesn't demand bread? I don't want to. Let Give them it. eat cake. It's French bread. Are you kidding? I'm going to want some French bread. Well, then they demand baguette. That'd be fine. How about down the south? A Where's nice French bread? roll would be lovely. Nah. I'd walk all the way out to Versailles. A nice French roll would be, would be great for the walk back. And they want the king in his court, of course. I guess they want the vote, too. To move to Paris. Crazy women. Yeah. God. Well, anyway, they're not going to get it. Well, you get a bunch of Parisian gals together. Feudalism. You get a bunch of Parisian gals together, and uh, this is what's going to happen. Where's Napoleon, man? He's not on the scene yet. 1795 hasn't occurred. We need him. Give him a whiff of grape shot. uh, That's what he gave him. He's six years from being on the scene. This is 1789, the year of the revolution. He might have been in uh, Egypt. No, that was later. No, that was later. He's still a general. By this time, I think he was a general already. Because he was a nobody in 1795, but he was a general. Yeah, and he got well, to he fame. To we mentioned that on yesterday's show, the Maybe October 4th little, show, little co- where he came corporal. to national prominence by putting down a little bunch of uh, rioters. Yeah, with, yeah. with a whiff of grape. Yeah. So 1793, also in France, uh, the, what do the French do? They take Christianity and disestablish it. Hmm, disestablishmentarianism. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. About that. Christianity. You're out. It's all right with me. One day you're in, the next day you're out, just like French fashion. Who got stabbed over this, I wonder? I don't know. This is a country that used to house popes. And they just... Well, some revolution those clowns had. God. What a mess. <laughs> what a mess, dude. I got to go watch uh, Taylor Two and, and they again. say And they say ours inspired theirs. I'm like, uh, we don't want to I mean, take credit hardly. for that. <laughs> we don't want to take any uh, credit for yeah. that. Satan inspired Good theirs. Good grief. Uh, 1864, Calcutta, India, almost completely wiped off the map by a typhoon. Sixty-cyclone, thousand people. Yeah, there's no typhoons in the in the Indian. We Ocean. call them cyclones in the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Okay, typhoons are in the Pacific. Are they not the same thing? No, it's a different name. Are they not the same no. circular body Hur- of weather hurricane. like a hurricane? Are a hurricane, a no, cyclone, that, that, and a typhoon you're, you're different? Discussing philosophical and semantic. Are they That's different? That's not what this show's all about. Do they rotate yes, differently? Yes, they're different. One's in the Indian Ocean, one's in the Atlantic, and one's in the Pacific. So they are different, yes. Yes, they have different geographies. Well, okay. Is that good enough for you? No. Settled. That's Nin- like asking if Montana's the same as Kazakhstan. They're yeah. the same thing, but they're not. What, they're land? Yeah. What do you want? Arguing with this guy, folks, is sometimes just... Well, stop doing it. That's what you want. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Not really, no. no it would, it would show, you, yeah, then it would show an uncharacteristic intellect out of you. 
No, then it, then you, it indicates some sort of you, pathological. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to show off your smarts. There's pathology there. If 1905, personality changes. Wilbur Wright takes his plane, the Flyer 3, the Wright Flyer 3, uh-huh. up for a world, world, uh, a world record, 24 miles uh, flight. It lasts 39 minutes. It's okay. a world record that's going to kill anybody on this one? Nope. No, everybody's safe and sound, and okay. it's a record that's going to stand for three years. Now, I hope in 1905, after flying in 1903, three. Three, that Wright could have a world record for distance and time. Yeah. yeah well, I would hope so. Well, they're, they're coming along. They're developing it. You ever wonder when the first radio broadcast of a World Series was? I figured it was around this time. 1921. Okay. New York City, sense. Giants, and the Yankees, both tenants of Polo, Polo Grounds. Grounds. And uh, this is the first World Series for Babe Ruth in the Yankee pinstripes. Of course, he's been in World Series for the Red they Sox. They lost this one, didn't they? They did. The Giants win. This is John McGraw playing small yeah. ball against the Yankees, who are now trying to play large ball yeah. and use the home run. Well, they didn't have Garrett yet. Oh, no. The 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 great Yankee team is, yeah, is just being assembled yeah. at this point. In fact, that's a good question, Armand. Let's see. Was it uh, the 23? Which What was the series... Oh, it was against the Cardinals, the 25 series, I nope, or the 26 series, 26. where they, uh, Babe Ruth got picked off to end the uh, series. Uh, caught stealing second yeah. base. Yep. I don't know what he was thinking. He just wanted to get it over with. It's he was hungry. Very questionable. Right, very questionable. Do, do, do. Yeah, the Giants won this series. By the way, here's another great trivia question. What was the uh, final game outcome in the series? Oh, was that the one? Did they have a tie? Was it? Four, they weren't five-game series anymore, were they? No, it's not even a seven-game series. Was it like four to two it's to one? It's a nine-game series. Oh, nine to a game. So uh, the five to three to five one? To three. Five to three. Five to three. Five to three. Yeah, one eight, huh? Yep. We never had a niner. I, I think they ought to go back to yeah, that. Yeah, was there a World Series that ever went to the ninth game? No. I don't, I don't think, so. think so either. No. I think they always there got... never a 5-4, but there was a couple like with ties and What if stuff. you did it like ping pong where you had to win by two? You could be playing forever. <sighs> yeah, playing in January, man. Unless the Cardinals were in it. So, year. I mean, here's just a taste of the Yankees roster uh, at the time. Yeah, because this is not... This is a great Yankee team, of course, but the only big hitter other than Ruth is... Um, you know, is is Bob Musil, yeah, Irish, yeah, uh, home run Baker's on the team, but no, he's Irish not. Musil was his brother, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, home run Baker's on the team, but he's not exactly a, yeah. a, a home run hitter. And uh, you know, the other names that you would know: Lazari, uh, Gehrig, Combs, Combs, Earl Combs. Great, they're still on the way. So, yeah. 1921. Now, on the flip side, the New York Giants have Frankie Fish. Frankie Frisch, Frisch, rather. Fordham Flash. They have Bob Musil's brother, Irish, on the other team. That's right. Uh, And they have have Ross Youngs, who was a good hitter. I remember. And they have Jesse Barnes, who only had a couple at-bats. And George Burns. I didn't know George played baseball. But the the, the big giants, Mel Ott, uh, Travis Jackson, they still haven't arrived. How about uh, the pitcher, uh... Was Matthewson, you mean, on the uh, that? Yeah, well, I don't think so. He been Here are the, here's the pitchers for that series. The the Giants only used four: Jesse Barnes, Phil Douglas, Art Neff, and Fred Tony. They only used four pitchers. Good grief! That's amazing. Nine eight game series, nine game scheduled. Yeah. Giants use four pitchers. Mm-hmm. 
Those were the good old days. And, and, and to be honest, the Yankees only used eight. Just like today. I mean, we use in one game. Yeah, in one. You can watch from the fifth to the ninth inning and see eight pitchers yeah. in a ball game today. 1938, this is the day in Nazi Germany where passports are invalidated for the Jewish population. Those who needed a uh, passport for immigration uh, would be given the mark J for Jew or Yud. Uh, yeah, Do you I say Yud in the German? Yud, I would think, But I would... Remember uh, the great dictator when Chaplin was imitating uh, Hitler? Ah, oh, that's Juden. Ah, that's Juden. I don't think you'd pronounce it Juden. Juden, you wouldn't think. Yeah, yeah. because in, in, you don't pronounce the J like Yodel and uh, well, yeah. and also like in Italian, uh, it's not Juventus, it's Juventus. Juventus, yeah. The the soccer team in Turin, meaning so. youth. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. So thirty eight. You, you got to come on. The writing's on the wall at this point, right? Yeah. They're marking your passport up. It's well, time. The writing's on the wall in America, too, because Roosevelt didn't want to leave, let him come in here. He sent him back. Mm-hmm. Except the physicists. And even those, he had to, you know, he had to write, get a letter from Einstein or somebody to get in. Good or grief. Or Fermi. Need a letter from Einstein or Fermi. Yeah, to... yeah. Oh, yeah. He turned them all down. Good God. Uh, 1943 on Wake Island. This is the tragic date that the Japanese decided to execute 98 American POWs. Well, no, they, Wake Island fell in... Before well, it fell before. Uh, they lasted like three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, after Pearl Harbor. Yeah, so boy, these guys have been around for a year. They had been around yeah. two years, and so I guess they're abandoning the island. Or now something, kill them. Well, Jesus. yeah, they're probably leaving, and they don't want to. You know, nineteen forty no vestiges of, a, yeah. of any American troops in forty four. The women in France. They get the right to vote. Suffrage is extended uh, to the women still in marching France. Since no, seventeen eighty nine. No, I don't think their, so. Okay, did they get bread though? Yes, they got bread, but those who uh, that bread than the vote after uh, because France has been liberated at this time. But keep in mind those who not uh, from socialism, those who uh, commingled with the Germans, uh, yeah, well, they, they got haircuts. Yeah. yeah, they got haircuts. Now here's man, one for fun. Man. Here's one for Armand. Oh yeah, I remember this. Nin- I read about this. 1945. There's a six month strike in Hollywood. Now the the people who are striking this might surprise you. They're set decorators. Yeah, yeah. And this turns you know, we'll into pretty, an all-out riot. It got pretty bloody, yeah. With casualties, with blood being drawn right at the gates of Warner Brothers Studios. So you mean to tell me right at right on Olive Boulevard uh, as your as Hollywood your, Way, probably. And Hollywood Way. Yeah. We're having in nineteen forty five, we're having Pass a full on riot of set decorators. Yes. Don't you believe it? Don't you cross this picket line, you bitch! All right, that's that's enough. And then the you know the florists joined in and the hairdressers. It got it got pretty ugly there. Beat the crap out of each other. Stop it! Give you such a pinch. Oh no, this is not. Now is that where the final scene from Blazing Saddles came from? Here again, another failure of that movie. Gee, I wish I could end a movie like I don't know how to end a movie. So it'll it'll end it like that. Yeah, great. Good idea, Mel. (laughs) We were on the Warner Brothers tour and they're taking us by that area. And the tour guide, you know, I said that the commissary and ended up. I said, yeah, yeah, they go through the commissary and I think Slim Pickens winds up on the railing uh, at the cash register and she rings him up for all the food he has on his face. Um, all right. Anyway, this anyway, is, the, this I is asked, IATSE people. I don't yeah. know. All right, whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. They, I don't know how now, many people got. I don't think anybody I do died, want to ask you about they this. Got, they got bloodied up. Did this precipitate the the screen actors um, to go get Reagan? No, no. This had nothing. This had nothing to do with the screen actors. I know deal. it did. This but but the screen actors thing would come up two years later, I believe, in forty seven. You know, so after after the other unions in Hollywood watched sympathetic? No, after they watched this one, did they go, Okay, we need to we need to get some representation and we so. we need to handle even, this in a better screen, fashion. Even the screenwriters guild was around, I think, by this time. This was No, I'm, that's what I'm saying though. Did what? it did it did it did they look at this and go, you know what, we can't have a riot of, of our writers and actors? I don't know about that. These are these are actually even though they call now if you had a riot from the carpentry shop I'd say look out well that's technically I think that's what this is I mean, okay, yeah, okay these are just you know this isn't well then Cedric don't make Gibbon. don't I, make I, fun I, of them I for know. being effeminate well, these are guys who well the way you asked the question it seems like that's what you thought but well, I'm assuming yeah these are carpenters don't and, don't, don't turn it on me yeah. uh uh-uh. uh who have you ever you seen be, you can be a gay carpenter have you ever seen that carpentry shop at, at on these studio lots. The carpenter. Oh God, the, MGM. It's I've seen picture, pictures of it. Yeah. When well, they take you on the tour at Warner, and because they've let they've let well, they're on, making on, huge sets. On one know? tour, I've gone in, and like one room will have just thousands of doors in it. Right. Of course. And then they, MGM they have was they have like every doorknob ever made. Yeah. And all, all lighting fixtures, all the st- it's amazing what they house. Yeah. It, it's it's astounding. Well, what do you think? You're going to have a riot of makeup artists? This is yeah. These guys. I'm sure somebody got hit with a hammer. Probably. That's how they probably drew blood. I wouldn't doubt it. Took a saw out there or something. All right, one more before we do birthdays. In 1947, the first time that the President of the United States ever goes on television, that honor goes to Harry S. Truman. This is incorrect. There's a period after the S. That is incorrect. That's not right. Yeah. There is no period after the S in Harry S. Truman. Right. That is shoddy work by somebody. Okay. Anyway. But it is correct that he did do the first televised White House address in yeah. Although I October think the of first, 1947. The first, technically, the first uh, president on TV was FDR. Like at 39, he was at the New York uh, World's Fair and did some kind of Yeah, he did something with TV the, the TV. Yeah. Yeah, so this is not- and and it, what it does make claim is this is the first time yeah. from the White House right. they are addressing the nation. Right. I, I see the distinction. Okay, very good. Now, speaking of presidents, who was born on October 5th? Well... Well, let me uh, clean up a couple things from yesterday. Okay, you were I'll, right. I'll I hate to admit it, but you were right. Tom Swift was a Stratemeyer guy. Oh, it was. Yeah, aren't those called Tom Swifties? You know, uh, like you know, I only I only had about four or five of them. No, and I'm talking about those. My sayings. dad was a big. No, what's a Tom Swifty? That's like. Uh, I thought. Uh, it... I, I, what's the one I was. There was a band I knew once no, called Big no. Swifty. It's, it's it's actually a it's actually a it's supposed to be funny. Um, is it a finger in the ear type of thing, or is it something? No, is no, this a double not, entendre? No, it's. Uh, I'm trying to think of the one that they always use. I'm impressed that you looked this up All and right. saw that it was a Stratemeyer yeah, thing. I thought that, yeah, and I did look something else up. We were talking about the Hardy Boys yesterday and Nancy yeah. Drew. Uh, I think Parker it, Stevenson. I think the the uh, the publisher Grosset and Dunlap. Yeah. Um, I might be wrong on the publisher, but I think Crossett's the name. Uh, there's 58 Hardy Boy books under that publisher before a different publisher picked it up at 59. So people, I found a lot of books, like the hardcover Hardy Boys from um, all the way from the 1940s, 50s, 60s, and 70s um, out there on, on eBay and Amazon. So if you want to pick them up, I mean, the sets are pretty cool. All right. Just go to This Day in History podcast, Dom. 
dot com. Right. Click on the Amazon banner. Here's a Tom Swifty. Is a phrase in which a quoted sentence is linked by a pun to the manner in which it is attributed. Okay. Tom Swifties may be considered a type of Wellerism. A Wellerism. Hmm, look that up. All right. Here you want you want an example. Uh, I want a couple examples. All right. I just ran through the screen door twice. The nudist said, barely restraining himself. Watch what you're so, watch what you're doing with that paddle," said Tom, awestruck. <laughs> no, this is a more one. I, I'd like to I'd like to stop by the mausoleum," Tom said cryptically. That's good. Yeah. I like that's good. That's that's clever. Yeah, here's a good one. That doesn't add up," said Tom, nonplussed. <laughs> See this? That, the last two are real good. Okay, okay. those are Tom. Let me Swifties. make one up right now. How about one I make? Let go of my dick," Tom said <laughs> cockily. I just made that up. A Tom Swift. Oh, you pulled a Tom Swift. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Anybody can do it. But I like that nonplussed one. That was pretty funny. That's good. No, that's good. Uh, that's what a Tom Swifty is. Now, uh, Chester right. A. Arthur. Eh, Allen, by that way. Chester Allen Arthur. Now, there does there is a period after the A. Yeah, because it it's Allen. Allen. Yeah, he took over after Garfield dropped it. Well, he got shot, and the doctors killed him. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I, I bet he had his hand in the wound, too. Everybody did. That was the kind of thing you did at the White House. While Gar- Put your hand in the wound? Yeah, while Garfield was lying there racked in pain on the on Let the me stick bed. a finger in there. Yeah, let me see. Let me see if I can find that bullet. Dig go around ahead, for a ahead, while. Chet. Put your hand in there. See what you can find. <laughs> That'd be a great movie. President, There's no second act. President 21. Yeah. Chester A. Arthur. Yeah, didn't do a hell of a lot, but the thing about him that, that kind of mystified people, and I guess he wasn't such a bad guy. I don't. I like guys don't do anything. He's up in my pantheon. <laughs> <laughs> just sit back but uh he was noted for this guy got a lot of his jobs and got fired because he was a big machine kind of republican machine guy in new okay. york but what, like got, a tammany hall kind of they yeah. accept a different one uh, i don't know who the guy that was really his uh patron but anyway that's what he was B- victor belongs to spoils kind mm-hmm. of shit but when he was president he fired a lot of people and didn't hire anybody that way hmm. he was pissed a lot of people off i'm surprised oh, wasn't he wasn't a patronage yeah, guy i'm surprised it disgruntled you know, guy that lost his office didn't shoot him, you know. Yeah. Like Garfield. Right. That's why Garfield got shot. I think they did the Pendleton Act under him, too. That was about, um, you know, hiring okay. government jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nepot- is that nep- where the nepotism one nep- comes nepotism in? Nepotism is, is uh, no, favoritism. I guess. Favorit- nepotism is family members. Right. So. Yeah. So anyway, he kind of ended that. Do you believe, about all do you believe the two family members now just uh, avoided a... Uh, a, a huge hiccup. What happened? Oh, there's been a lot of re- reports that uh, Kushner and Ivanka were were very close to being indicted. Good. Get them out of the damn White House. They're the problem, not the solution. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, even if they're well intentioned, there's there's other problems. Indict well. them. <laughs> Indict them. I don't like either one of them. 1882, a great one in my book. I'd love to tour his uh, facility out there in Pasadena. Is it Pasadena? Goddard Space Center? Yeah. I don't know. I've never been there. Okay. It's it's California. California, though. Uh, Robert H. Goddard, the physicist, the engineer, the academic, born on this date, the 5th of October, 1882. Father of uh, rocketry, I think they call him. got that right. Now for our big birthday of the day. In fact, when you're talking about global warming, whether you believe it or not, you see a lot of studies by GSS. That's Goddard Space Center. Goddard Space Center. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I don't, is it in California? Because I, I lived there a long time. I don't remember passing any signs that said Goddard Space Flight Center. It's not, it's not Huntsville, it. is it? Yeah, maybe. No, well, let's, 
Alabama Huntsville is a where the hell is it? I got everything else here except where it is. Yeah, they give you everything Jesus but the damn address. My God, picture the building people. and everything else. Uh, where are you? It's in Maryland. Greenbelt, Maryland. Eight. Well, that's the headquarters. Eight eighty Greenbelt Road, Greenbelt, Maryland. Okay, no wonder we didn't see it. It's, yeah. Okay. Can you go there? Can you do anything? The so building. You're thinking of the jet propulsion laboratory. Uh, that's Pasadena. That's uh that I would like yeah. to see because I see signs for it when we're heading to the Rose Bowl, and yeah, I'm always like, Can't, let's lab, go yeah. over to Jet Propulsion, mm-hmm. let's snoop around a little bit. I'd like to see that. Okay, yeah, but the big birthday of the day. <laughs> well. Well, it's an interesting one. It's good. In, in, in 1902, an American legend was born. Here's a taste. Wait a minute. I got a brainstorm. Anything in his brain is a storm. Which, which one is it? Did you hear that? He's got him. He's got him. You want the bear to eat him alive? Oh. Go out there and help him. That bear don't need no help. <laughs> what are you, a coward? Yes. Yes. Go on out and save him. I'll go, but my heart ain't in the... I say, Lord Laddington. Yeah, that's better. Oh, there you are, Sir Moington. Kiddio, pip pip, and all that sort of rot. Old thing, old stuff, old fishmonger, old skunk bait. You don't have to overdo it. Yeah, yeah. He had had a callus on his face. He's getting smacked. Hey, Mo! The wrong jab! The wrong jabs. What are you doing in my hands? Hey, make a snap of you guys. We got three more offices to clean. Yeah, he's funny, man. His expressions. You got to watch him. You got to watch the Stooges you twice. Know better than that. Uh, do I? No. <laughs> this goes on and on yeah, and on. Yeah, I'll yeah. post it on Facebook. But uh, yeah, you got you to watch Mo Smack and Curly or whatever. And then Larry. Well, no. He, oh yeah. Watch yeah. Larry's expressions while Mo beats the crap out Larry of Larry. Sells it, and it's Larry Fine's birthday. Happy birthday, yeah, Larry! Born on this date in 1902. Yeah, now he, uh, I think he had a bad burn when he was a kid on his arm. Oh, yeah? And that's why he started taking up violin to, uh, like, exercise his arm. Okay. And he's a fairly good violinist, apparently. And I think he's a pretty good pianist, too. As a comedian, though. Oh, yeah, he's great. Just so damn. Now, what's his real name? Feynman? Feinstein? Feingold? Obviously. (laughs) One of those. Greenfine? Nice Jewish boy. Louis Feinberg. Feinberg, of course. What am I, what am I thinking? Louis. He was a boxer Feinberg. too, I think. He was a he was a boxer uh, when he was uh, young mean, too. Very few people have a face that's malleable. <laughs> well, Jim Carrey. I right, guess. Jim Carrey comes to mind modern day. But Larry, I mean, come, he could morph that. You know, he he his expressions were so quick. Yeah, and that's why he said, when you watch the Stooges, yeah, you gotta. That's why they bear up to multiple viewings so many times. Because there's so much that you can catch. Right. Well, and a lot of it's him in the background. Yes. He's pretty funny. And now he's not, I don't want to call him a straight man, but he sets up Mo and he certainly sets yeah. up Curly and, mm-hmm. and Shep. So Every what? once in a while, he'll smack somebody. It's funny. It's real funny <laughs> when he like smacks Curly too and, she, and then Mo gets mad. You know? So yeah, when he does his thing, it's, yeah, he's, I, don't, I, I love the Stooges. Course, I might watch him a little bit. Yeah. You know what? You know, I've been watching uh, yesterday though. What's that? Well, the the Columbia shorts that Buster Keaton made. Oh yeah, because it was Keaton's birthday. They're all the same Stooges people because they're the two real yeah. department, the shorts yeah. department at Columbia. But they're the same plots. You yeah. Know, except yeah. Buster's doing it. Right. Right. So yeah, they're pretty funny too. All right. 1902. Also, same day as Larry Fine. Ray Kroc. 
Oh, okay. Well, another comedian. Now he didn't invent McDonald's. No, he, he simply he was a he was a, bought it and franchised yeah, it. Yeah, he was a mix uh, malt mixer. Sales, oh, I love a good malt though. God, I had one of them. Less do I love a good Why don't you malt. Buy us a couple for a lunch. Sure, I, my treat. Yes, well, you know, big one. Yes, I love a good malt with extra powder in it. Was it that? That reminds me. Was it the one where Curly was uh, <laughs> going for somebody threw a cigar in a spittoon? Yes, and he put his hand in there. And pulled it off, and he had this. Look, I got a big one. It <laughs> was a hell of a joke. I got a big one. Oh, it was a cigar. 1936. Happy birthday to the Czech poet, playwright, politician, and the first and president of the Czech Republic. Yeah, but you got Václav Havel. We got to take down any any semblance or any effigy of this guy because. Uh, he did not believe in global warming. No, we don't. He's revered in the Czech. Global warming denier. No, he he's revered. Die. I know. He's revered by Prague me. Prague was quite a happening place in the late Praha. 80s. Yeah, it's mostly the most beautiful women in the world are in Praha. No kidding. Well, a lot of Czech supermodels. Got to go check it out, huh? Not a, is that a well or no, it's not a Tom Swift. That's a bad joke. ACDC's uh, second lead singer was born on this date in 1947, Brian Johnson. No gats. You don't know ACDC, nah, do you? Nope. You really don't know much, do you? <laughs> well, they're all right. I mean, I don't yeah, know. They're a hu- the one of the huge rock groups of all time. Sell mm-hmm. out stadiums to this day. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather uh, rather listen to Zeppelin if I'm going to go hard. Right? Well, that's fine, but Zeppelin's not touring right now, Armon. Robert Plant won't do it. Oh, ACDC still around? Yes. Oh, right. Matter of fact, when Brian Johnson's voice crapped out, they went and got Axl Rose to fill in for him. Oh, that's pretty good yeah. fill in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, if you say so. 1950. Well, I guess uh, you're going to say something about Tom Petty. I would assume you, well, you neglected his death. Yeah, because he died on Monday, and yeah. we weren't sure he was actually passed away until late on Monday, and uh, it's been a bad week. I mean, it's been a bad week. What did I, what? I didn't know he was even sick. Just cardiac he was arrest. Heart huh? attack. Just. 66 well, years old. Silent killer, man. And I've been listening to a lot of his music this week, and man. I like I like Tom Petty. I, I, I've never met anyone who doesn't like him. Well, really? I don't I've, like him. Okay. There, there. Yeah. Set a precedent for you. 1951, Karen Allen, who I loved Karen in Animal Allen. House oh, and yeah, Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah. And I think she was in the last one, or the fourth one, or Ooh, whatever. That was not. She was not, looking. But at least she didn't have... She didn't look like she was all, you know, right. Goldie Hawn. Yeah, she know, wasn't all, all right. plastic up. All right. So anyway, she looked like an, you know, an older woman, like Carrie Fisher, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Carrie uh, was fine looking her age. Uh, 1951, same day as Karen Allen, Bob Geldof. Yeah. Bob Geldof, Boomtown Rats. Do you right. know them? Yeah, I've heard of them. Live Aid, which he put right. together in him, 1985. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, 1957, Bernie Mac. Yeah, he died young. And he did. He heart di- attack. He died 10 years. Or nine years ago. I know, yeah. And uh, I liked I I he's liked Bernie funny. Mac, man. He's original king of comedy. Yeah, right. Pretty and, funny. Uh, oh man, good stuff. Uh, racer Michael Andretti, born in 1962. Mario's son, son mm-hmm. of course. And uh, 1975. One of the actresses I really do like today. Um, and there's there's a couple. What did she win her Academy Award for? Was it the Queen? No. Was that Helen Helen Mirren? She won an Academy Award. Kate Winslet? Yes. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Kate Best Winslet. Actress, right? But it was, I thought it was for playing a queen. Uh, I got Dennis Diderot, Denis Diderot, which who's a very important guy. I mean, spent 26 years doing his encyclopedia of everything. 
you know, including, you know, arts and, you know, whatever, how to tie a cravat, who knows what was on there, everything this guy wanted to put in that encyclopedia. And then when he sent it off to the publishers, they decided what was right and what they wanted to include and cut the hell out of it. And anyway, he was pissed off, but he was a philosopher thrown in jail. I think apparently, you know, had tried to introduce science into religion again. So they threw him in jail, had one book with him. You want to take a guess what it was? Hmm. I don't know. The Divine Comedy. Okay. Of all things. Yep. Yep. I wanted to change the way people think. That was what his encyclopedia was all about. Physiocrat. Man, Winslet's won a Grammy? For what? She's received five nominations already. At, by the age of 31, she had received five Oscar nominations. Well, she's 42. Yeah, but by the age of oh, 31, age. she oh. had received... So that beat out Betty Davis by two years. I believe it. She won her. Uh, well, she really was no a competition. Anymore. The reader uh, made Is that her. The one she won it for. Made her the uh, youngest to get six nominations. Let's see. What I should know this. What the hell did she win for? Not Titanic. What's the yeah, reader? Reader. Two thousand eight. Okay, I won some Academy. Okay. Yep. I read that script. I, I thought it was boring. I, I didn't see the movie. Jeez. Well, of course, you didn't see the movie because the movie came out after 1970. I've seen a lot of movies that came out of night that's good ones. That wasn't a good one. I still like The Big Sick. That was pretty funny. Yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah. All right. Who else was I'm not born the only today? one. Well, that's Hollywood's it. having a horrible year. Yeah. Their tentpole projects this year, uh, you know. Yeah, collapsing. Not not the greatest. All right. Now, this, not is, the this greatest. is the big event of the day, I think. Where? where? This one? Yeah. 1962? Yep. 1962, when uh, audiences sat down in their seats in the theaters and the screen went dark and the room went dark, they heard this for the first time. The film debut of James Bond. Of course, they already made one on TV. In Britain. For the BBC. With Barry Nelson and Peter Laurie as Le Chiffre. Dr. No yeah. hits the theaters with Sean Connery as James Bond. Yeah, who Ian Fleming didn't initially want, but he kind of, because he was Scottish. You know, he's a, you know, this is a quintessential British guy. We don't want him, but Wait a second. No, quintessential English guy. Englishman. Well, British, English. No. That's not no. Scottish. Scots or Brits, English or Brits. Mm, no. You don't think so? Englishman. Well, are Australians Brits? Because no. that's uh, George Lazenby. Was, he was an Aussie. And then uh, Pierce Brosnan is Irish, right? I don't know. Dalton may be the only Englishman. Well, it's true. Daniel Craig, is he English? I think Craig's English. Anyway, he was thinking more. How about more, this song, though? Well, that's Monty Norman. You got to hand it. Got a, got, a, got a quick 500 bucks for it and nothing else. No other royalties. God, did they rob him blind. <laughs> Yes. But they came out of the box. Most people think uh, Barry did it anyway. They don't even get credit for I'm it usually. You. John Barry. They came out of the box with this. If you have great theme music, it helps your franchise immediately. Well, that was a pretty good movie, too. And yeah, no, it was. Dr. No is a great film. No, now, now, here's the question. Who was the first man on, on film to be James Bond? On film. This is the one that'll get everybody. I don't know. Bob Simmons. Bob Simmons? Yes. The hell is that? Okay. This is why. Bob Simmons is a stuntman for for uh, 
Sean Connery. In fact, he's the guy with the, spy, the spiders oh, the on his opening arm. Opening sequence. He's the guy walking because Connery didn't shoot that in the gun barrel sequence. So the first time so we see Bond at right, Simmons, Bob the Simmons. stunt double. Correct. What a question. Yeah. That is a great one. Yeah. Good trivia. That is. He's also the guy the spiders crawl along. along yeah. Because yeah. Okay. Sean Connery. Hated was, spiders. Oh, he was deathly afraid of spiders. Eh, so am I. I don't, so, yeah, I don't care do for him, am I? I think the spider's name was Rosie. <laughs> They actually named the spider. Yeah, uh, I think Ursula Andress got six grand for this movie. That's it. Yeah, Honey Child Rider, and uh, what other trivia is there about this one? That's, Honey, they, they picked Doctor No because uh, it was cheap because they could shoot it all in Jamaica. Yeah, you know, it was only one location. Yeah, and then of course I think uh, Lord, you know, who played uh, um, Felix Leiter, you know, McGarrett, book him, Dano, you know, next week, Aloha. He wanted to be. He wanted to be the next Bond too, but he wanted as much money and like the same billing as Sean Connery. Oh, so, for God's sake! Yeah, he kind of lost his head a little. No, that's bit. not over. That's not overreach, buddy. Yeah, and the, and they got a got, you know. Then they started like in Goldfinger. They put that little fat guy in there because they didn't want Felix Leiter being as good looking yeah. as Sean Connery. Right. So and then uh, I guess his first words were, of course, Bond, James Bond. When Eunice uh, Gason says, "Mr." Uh, yeah. That was her. In fact, Money Penny was supposed to play that part. What's her name? Trench, Sylvia Trench. She was in the first two movies. She was in that one, and she was in uh, From Russia with Love. Uh, she's supposed to be like a regular, but they they cut her out. And uh, but that was supposed to be Lois Maxwell was supposed to play that part, and they changed it around. Well, Lois Maxwell does play Eve Money Penny, right? But yeah. she was supposed and, to be Sylvia Trench. Yeah, and Sylvia Eunice, Trench. Uh, Eunice Gason was supposed to be Money Money. Yeah, Money Penny. Yeah. You know, I never look at another woman. Peter Burton was Q. Jack Lord was uh, yeah. Felix Leiter. Bernard Lee was... Well, he wasn't called Q in that movie. He was called Boothroyd. Boothroyd. They oh, changed it to Q okay. when the next one, Desmond Llewellyn, because he's only given... Oh, here's another thing on the on the poster. That's 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 like an air pistol he's got, because they didn't have a Walter PPK right. when they were shooting the poster. Not, not, is it a Walter or a Walter? Walter. Walter, Walter PPK. Yeah. And uh, supposedly, you know, anybody got a gun? Yeah, I got one in my trunk. They had a little air pistol. <laughs> so that's that p- poster, which is real famous. And they had a different. It wasn't as Walter PPK when he killed that one guy, Strangways. Uh, or not, uh, what was the guy? The guy that was played by Dawson. Who played Robert Dawson? Was that his name? Uh, the guy that did, it's a Smith and Wesson, and you've had your six. Remember? Uh, they didn't like that because James Bond shot him. like Anthony after, Dawson. Anthony Dawson, yeah. Who, by the way, is Playing also. Professor Dent. Yeah, who also, by the way, is uh, in uh, uh, From Russia with Love. He's the guy petting the cat. Now, who's this Zena Mar- Marshall? Zena Marshall. She plays Miss Taro, so that must be a very oh, that, small role. Yeah, I think that was, maybe that was that the photographer? Okay. The black gal that was taking the no, picture? No, no, that, that is, oh, she's a good-looking gal, too. That is uh, Yvonne Shima, or no, no. Oh, no, she's the gal that goes... No, he's she, he's he had uh, she's the one with the house coming so cool in the hills. That's her, Miss Taro. Yeah, she was no good. No, she was. She's on Spectre's she was side. A femme fatale. Bernard so, Lee M. Yeah, M. Oh God. He, and I said no Desmond Llewellyn because he wasn't in it yet. He was the next one. Uh, Q, who was named Boothroyd, Major Boothroyd, I think, and then Q. Uh, and I think oh, and Joseph Weissman was Doctor No. Who was like one of the only guys in the first whole series that didn't have that was a villain didn't have his voice dubbed because you know Gert Frobe's voice was dubbed. Uh, Anthony Dawson, who was petting the cat in uh, From Russia with Love, Money Penny, Money Penny, 
Louis Maxwell? Yeah, Lois She's Cana- Maxwell. Lois Maxwell? She's Canadian. She's yeah. Canadian. That's correct. She is Canadian. That's right. She was good in, uh, did you ever see The Haunting? Yeah. That's, she was his wife. She was yeah, the guy's wife. She got lost. A good one. Told him not to sleep in the nursery. <laughs> Dummy. Well, there you have it. Yeah, Dr. No. Dr. No. October 5th, 1962. And the James Bond franchise off running, still going to this day. Hope it never ends. Well, I love him. Dr. No's first? Was it Julius? Julius No. Okay. Yeah. Played by? Joseph Wiseman. Very good. You get a cookie. 1962, on the same day as Dr. No uh, hitting the theaters, this single hits the airwaves. Sing it, Armand. I don't like this song. I want to hold your hand. Isn't that it? Is that the song? Oh, that one. Come up with another Tom Swifty. Yeah. I, the, now, their first one in the United States, I just had it on a trivia contest Saturday night. I want to hold your hand. Their first number one. In the States? In the States, yeah. 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 That was my first introduction to the Beatles as a little kid, was I want to hold your hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, B side to uh, this 45. P.S. I love you. How about Please Please Me? That was one of the first ones, too. First album. Oh, is that one? Yeah. And it was an early single. Yes, Now, this next one is going to boil my blood pressure. Okay. Well, just because it's going to boil your blood Uh, pressure. Oh, i got to have audio, too? No, hold on. Hold on. Because this, if you grew up, if you were born late 50s, 60s, early 70s. And you're a socialist. This sound was synonymous with most of your mornings. That told me it was time for Sesame Street. No. You want to hear their? You want to hear their first one? Told it, me it was. It's horrible. Potty time. This. This, this. this is PBS. Yeah. The Public Broadcasting Service. Now you got to. And we clean. still have this stupid shit. Why are you so anti PBS? Because I'm not for government subsidize anything, and and especially the arts, supposedly the arts and entertainment. What about the donations of the fine, fine. viewers That's like you, fine. like me? No problem. But government subsidize like 15, 20% of this. I don't oh, like that. Oh, heaven forbid. Well, heaven forbid, heaven yeah. Heaven forbid. 15 right. to 20%. Oh, my God. So what? In this day and age? That's really have... breaking the budget. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about how about having government sponsor fifteen to fifteen to twenty percent of churches? Would you like that? I don't think so. It's the same thing. And plus, these guys, you know, the, the, these guys are out, outrageously socialist. They have advertisements of their own PBS without without uh, without us. There'd be no public broadcast. You know, these stupid ads they have for themselves of all things. You just don't like the programming, do you? No, like I like Vietnam, but I I know that would be on some pay pay station. You just got to watch some commercials. The hell with you. Watch them. I don't like this thing. You know that. Government-sponsored bullshit. Sesame fact, Street. more than that. Government-sponsored Sesame bullshit. Sesame Street made it on public te- on private television, too. Sesame Street made a lot of money, you know, from Big Bird and all this other stuff. From licensing fees, right. yes. So they didn't need PBS. You don't like Nova? And why are they Not so really. socialist? What, what the McNeil Lair News Hour? That was socialist. Kind of, yeah, Ro- oh, really? What's his name? Rose? Really? What's his name? Rose? That guy? Oh, Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose. He, t- he interviews people. Commie. He's a commie. Yeah. Asshole. Dick Cavett. He was probably another bastard. 
Was he on PBS? He made, yeah, but he had his own series he did. on ABC. Yeah. The guys that can make it don't need PBS. And that goes for NPR, too. Wow. Yeah. I don't like the government in anything. Let's see. I'm going to see. I'm going to look Imagine up. Imagine there's no countries. <laughs> no religion, too. That's Armand. All right. 1982. I do remember this one. This yeah. was terrifying to me as a kid. Johnson and Johnson Johnson and Johnson had to do a a total nationwide oh, recall yeah. of Tylenol throughout the United States because several bottles in Chicago are found to have been laced with cyanide. Yeah, that resulted a- in seven deaths. Yeah, what wild man did that? What a weird thing to do, man. You know what my dad did that night? Came home, popped a whole bunch of Tylenol. So what are you doing? Him. Scaring the shit out of me. He had a headache. I'm taking Tylenol. Oh, they got f- I said, we're in the same damn state. I, I can distinctly remember him doing that and being so pissed off. $445 million in 2012 went to PBR, oh, PBS. Yeah. Yeah, 15% of his budget. Yeah. yeah. Stay the hell out of it. Yeah, that's that's Wait, that's really in many rural areas. Local stations receive more than fifty percent of their funding from state and local government. That's that that's why we're that's why we're in trouble. No, PBS. It's just the it's just the principle of the thing. Yeah, what is four hundred forty five million dollars? We can study snails on. Uh, then, then be consistent across the board, which most yeah, of the time you I are am consistent across the board. Nineteen eighty four funding anything first Canadian in space. The honor goes to Mark Jarno. Oh, I thought it was Mark Gastineau. No, that's the Gastineau of the New York Jets. He would do that sack dance. The when New York he got Sack Exchange. The Sack Exchange. Who else was that? Well, who were the other? Uh, was it Joe Klecko? Joe Klecko was on there, and uh, Mark Gastineau. Hold on, this is good. Who were the other guys? I've actually been on the radio exchange. with Joe Klecko before. Was it? Who was the guy in? Um, who was the guy in the Cannonball Run? Wasn't he one of the Jets holding the, <laughs> holding the car up while he changed the tire? Remember that? That was one of the Jets. Was that Joe Klecko? Yeah, I'm going to find it. I'm, I, it could have been. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. Okay, who was in poor Mark Garneau? He's the first Canadian in space, and who immediately cares? it's yeah, off to the New York impo- SAC exchange. This is important. Okay, All right, who do I got? I got Gastineau, Klecko, Marty Lyons, Mark- and Abdul Salam. Abdul Salam, yeah. Wow. Well, was Joe Klecko in Cannonball Run? That's a, Remember he was holding the van up and the guy was changing the tire? Hey, this thing's heavy. Hurry up. Wasn't he in overalls? Yes, he was. Yeah. Was that Klecko? He had small roles in Cannonball okay. Run. That's what I thought. Smokey and the Bandit, Smokey and the Bandit 2, uh, and yeah. Heat. Oh, Heat? Not the Pacino De Niro, the Burt Reynolds Heat. Oh, no, City Heat. Right? No, that no it it's Heat. Oh, Heat. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was like a yeah, he was a detective or something in that. It wasn't bad. He currently sells metal stairs in the tri-state area. Yeah. Well, he'll probably be part of the class action suit against the NFL for his, you know, whatever. No, he he was doing a, you know, a Jets game day studio radio or something, and uh-huh. you would do live updates from the stadiums. They so go who around. Was it? Marty Lyons, Marty Lyons, and Abdul, Abdul Salam, Salam yeah, Klecko, and Gaston. New York Sack Exchange. Now we got onto the New York Sack Exchange because yeah. Mark Jarno <laughs> was the first Canadian yeah. in space, and he went up in the Challenger. Uh, oh, on boy, the uh, October the 4th, yeah. October the 5th, rather, 1984, uh, about a year and a half before the Challenger yeah, explosion would occur. 1986, this is the date that the Sunday Times runs the feature on uh, its front page stating, revealed the secrets of Israel's nuclear arsenal. Yep. Well, Israel is in the nuclear club. I don't have a problem with that, to tell you the truth. 
as long as the right people have nukes, it's not a bad. It's like same thing with guns. You know, here it comes. Well, I'm just saying, as long as the right people have guns, the problem is the wrong people get guns. Nukes don't kill people. That's right. Only crazy dictators with radiation nukes. kills people and uh, kinetic energy. And kills so far, people. the only person with a nuke that's killed people is actually Harry S. Truman. Well, yeah. Well, or Curtis LeMay, whoever really. Well, or uh, or the. Yeah. yeah, the pilot. Uh, well, no, the pilot just just flying in the airplane. Yeah, well, the guy that dropped the bombardier. Well, he just opened the door. Yeah, but he dropped it. Yeah, but the, and then Louis Alvarez photographed it. Right from the great artiste. All right. Yeah, you're right. Nukes don't kill people. The crazy dictators I'm kill people. I'm not talking about nukes. I'm talking about guns. Same argument, isn't it? Same logic. No. no. Yes, I think it's the same logic. I don't think it's even people. People don't kill people. It's crazy people that kill people or evil people. Well, if you want to put that adjective on it, yeah, yeah, still people. Uh, Barry Bonds surpasses Mark McGuire's single-season home run record on this date, 2001. He hit 71 and 72, only three years after McGuire had set the record at 70. Do you you honor either record? Yes. Yeah, I've come to. Just say, yeah, you know, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, most people, I don't care how many steroids you take, you're still not going to hit 72 home runs. So, no. I don't have a problem. And Bonds was all. getting so few pitches to hit. Yeah. And he was connecting with the ones that he did get. It was it's truly amazing. Steroids or not. Yep. I, you know, again, care. what's not performance enhancing? You got a, a, a Tommy John surgery. You're telling me that's not a performance enhancer? You get a different ligament in your elbow? How about I go and get a horse ligament? Is that would that be okay? How about you take the uh, what the erythropoietin? Oh, what's isn't that? Isn't that what uh, that's wasn't that what Armstrong was taking or what? Mm. That's what these bikers use for high mountain stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah packed red blood. I, honestly, to, honest to God, makes your blood. I think blood doping is perfectly fine. You know why? If you do the work at high altitude to get your uh, is it your white blood cell, red blood cell, red blood cell yeah. count up. If you do the work to generate more red blood cells in your body, well, that's what they do. Then extract that blood and keep it. Pack it, yep. Pack it away. Then go to low altitude and get a transfusion of the blood that you generated with the high red blood cell count. Yeah. I think that's perfectly fine. I just think you need to say. They don't do that, though. That you've done that. They're taking that drug, though, that erythropoietin. Which jacks up the factors. red blood cell. Yeah, it makes your bone marrow create more. Yeah. So that's what they're using. See, that's an enhancer. Oh, that's kind of a fine distinction. But it? old school blood doping with me is perfectly fine. Just say what you're doing. You did the work. Make it all legal, including all drugs. That, but, uh, get, performance enhancing Again, drug. but yeah. just tell us what you're doing. Just yeah. be fair. Just you know, say here. Well, why even tell? It's all legal. So no, why? no. Just say because because still here's tainted. why. Here's why. Because when you take your kid to the doctor and they hear they're getting a steroid shot, you know how my my son reacted. I can't have that. That's that's wrong. No, steroids are a valuable part of a lot of people's lives. Well, no, you're talking about different steroids. But they, to a kid, it's steroids. That's what they hear. I don't know what that that has to do with the athletes saying because if you know the athletes on steroids, you, anabolic steroids. I know, but you, but you're but, but you're de. Uh, we we criminalized the steroid um, era of baseball because we deemed them all cheaters. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and 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 high school age kids started taking steroids not knowing what they were ingesting into their body. 
And you can argue whether the suicides were a result of the steroids or not, but suicides did happen with kids who were on this. I think it was more acne than suicide. I, but I'm just you don't, again, you don't know. I mean, talk to Yeah, me. but I don't know why you even just legalize everything. Well, over but, 18 for pros. But then you would eh, then you would over. but then you Problem's would over. but that's the thing. You would know. You you, you people would be more educated. I don't know about that. People are stupid. Okay. Well, yes, people always do stupid stuff, but come on, give them the information at least, yeah, right? Baloney. Okay, look, don't look, give them look, the look information. Look at smoking. Yeah, we've given everybody the information. They st- people have known forever. It makes you cough, et cetera, you know, that's not good for you. They still do it. Yes, because they're we, addicted. Well, how about donuts? How about, we know that stuff. Look yes, at me. Yes, because. I'm Mr. Fitness, but I, you know. If you, you eat put, donuts. You put Krispy Kremes in here, I'm going to eat them. Yeah. Well, that's human nature. You can't do anything about it. Uh, and that's fine with me. I just don't want to pay for everybody else's health care. That's the problem. This country, nobody takes care of themselves. That's why health care is so expensive. Right. But at the same time, you don't like Michael Bloomberg cutting out the uh, big fountain sodas. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, well, I, You're I, paying for those people's health care? Yeah, but you don't do that. Don't pay for their health care, but let them eat whatever the hell they uh, want. Well. You can, if you want that level of self-determination, I ain't going to argue. If you, if you take out all these stupid regulations on the insurance company, somebody would insure them, too. They take a look at you say, look, you're 500 pounds. Your, B, your BMI is 70%. You've got uh, your diabetic. You yeah, you, a, you're we'll, in a, we'll insure you. It's 1200 bucks a month. You're in a risk you're, pool right. that's really expensive. Right. And you can't afford it? Well, the government will subsidize something, whatever. Oh, now you're for a subsidy? You have to. Well, you're going to have to because that's the only way it's going to pass. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm for total market, free markets because then somebody would actually it, it would go down. Believe me, just like car insurance and everything else. If you if you got you know if the if the healthy people are paying fifty sixty bucks a month they never you and I'm talking about for catastrophic not to go get you know go get some theophylline because you right. have an allergy attack right. or something right. Yeah. But these high risk people. You may have to subsidize them. I'm afraid at well, least at the, first they, they are. But Armand, you know to you know for. For the sake of argument, they kind of are subsidized today because you throw the low risk into the same pool to help drive the average cost. Yeah, but the low risk people aren't taking it. That's the problem with well, Obamacare. Like me, I don't want it. I, I had to pay the fine. I'm not going to buy Obamacare. Yeah, I'll never you, use it. You paid the fine, right? It's like me and parking tickets. My wife goes, "Why did she get a parking ticket?" I said, "It costs twenty dollars to park in the garage. The parking ticket on the street is ten. I'm ten ahead." Where's this? Not New York or downtown St. Louis, buddy. Right. I did this for years. Well, that and makes she got, sense, but I didn't know it was that. She's cheap. like, wait a second. I'm like, and I may not get the ticket. Right. Well, that's what that's the economist. Who's the guy that did the study on that? I think it was always park. John Taylor. Always park at a meter. Yeah. Put a little money in. Right. Take, and your, it, take your chance. Take your chances. Yeah. You're coming out ahead. Trust me. Well, if it's wait, only ten dollars, oh, I got a ticket on my car. Yeah. If you pay it right away, it's really cheap. It was like seventy. I got one in L.A. It was seventy-five. Well, that's bucks. Los Angeles, that. yeah, different well. beast. I'm not saying doing it in New York City. You might get towed. Oh, New York City. <laughs> your car might be gone. Five hundred bucks for your a car ticket. might be gone before you yeah. know it. I don't know what it is in New York City, but oh. all right. Let's wrap up today with who passed away. One of my favorites. The American Native American tribal leader Tecumseh passed away. Battle of the Thames. I yes, That's October the fifth, eighteen thirteen. Now this is after he had given his prophecy. That, well, that was because uh, that comet came. Yes. The great comet of eighteen yes. eleven. But he was a pretty good organizer, I guess. But yeah, organizing the tribes, even Hard. the five civilized tribes. Hard. Hard job. Who, as we went over, what was it? Cherokee, Chick- Chickasaw, Choctaw Creek. Creek, and Seminoles. Yep, it's five civilized uh, tribes. 
Uh, he kicked his uh, what's his name? He got his ass kicked at Tippy Canoe. Yeah, William, William Henry Harrison yeah. and Tyler too. But he got killed. But he got killed at the Thames. But uh, his curse, you can't yeah. argue. Yeah. It worked. It Every president until Ronald Reagan, who was elected in the year with a zero in it, died in office. Yep. Took a great man, and he still got shot. Yeah, it was close. And as I'll argue, maybe by the end of his term, he was dead. All right. I went to the library. I, I can I can joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to the library. Okay, so, I've been to the graveside. All right. If I send you to Mecca, you're going to make jokes about the Muslims? They they don't have, a big, sen- they don't have a big sense of humor. Have you yeah. seen the first Curb Your Enthusiasm for this new season? No. He, Larry David, he wrote Fatwa, the musical. He's going to get killed, man. He's going <laughs> to chop his head off. Flirting with disaster, and he's Jewish too, right? Oh, he's dead. Oh, he's touched that rail a whole he's bunch a of dead times. Man, uh, 1927, the uh, co-founder of my favorite studio, yeah. uh, Sam Warner, passes Ironically, away. Ironically, he's the guy that bought Western Electric and hooked yeah. him up and got uh, you know the sound of jazz singers. I never thought he was nuts to do this, and uh, you know the day after, I think it was the day before it uh, premiered, he died. Oh. And that's what saved Warren. Well, between that and Rin Tin Tin, pretty much saved Right, yeah, Warren you get brothers. a dog. I think he had mastoiditis. and Shoot. It was all sinusitis, and it went to his bone. He got osteomyelitis, oh, and he had subdural and epidural abscesses. And oh, God. That was a mess. Oh, they had like four surgeries on him. Stop. He died an agonizing death. How about this next guy? Can you name the four Warner brothers? No. Jack. Jack, Sam, Sam Harry, and Albert. Albert? Albert. Oh, okay. Uh, 1983, uh, great American inventor and businessman and marketer. I, get, I don't think it was him though that came up with these Tupperware parties. Somebody else then came no, up with his, that No, his idea. assistant. Did. Yeah, yeah, his Wasn't assistant him. did. But Earl Tupper, that's genius. Man. The founder of Tupperware uh, uh, died in 1983, which begs the question: What? What they bury him in? <laughs> See now that you're you're using that incorrectly. I've told you this. When you say it begs the question, that means it answers its own question. It doesn't mean it begs the question that you should ask the question. You know what I mean? It should say maybe begets the question. But Which begets the question, <laughs> what'd they bury him in, Armand? A casket. Lined with? <laughs> Oak, I hope. <laughs> I'd hate to think it seeps. No, it's uh, it's got the, it's the, you know, he's still fresh when you... <laughs> Yeah, they open it. That like, good Tupperware uh, belch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pop, yeah. Yeah. And uh, now, another comedy legend. We had Larry Fine's birthday, but we have the death of... Uh, Jacob Cohen? We have the death of this gentleman. This gentleman who left us way too early in 2004. I'll tell you, I'm all right now, but last week I was in rough shape, you know? <laughs> now, last week I told my wife I need a home improvement loan. She gave me $1,000 to move out. <laughs> I'll tell you, my wife, there's always something, you know. Well, the other day I called her up. I said to her, honey, I've been thinking about the last time we had sex. I'm getting excited. She said, who is this? <laughs> I'll tell you, my wife, she never went for me. Well, the first time I called her up, she told me, come on over. There's nobody home. I went over. There was nobody home. Yeah, that's a good one. She drives me nuts. She was afraid of the dark. She saw me naked. Now she's afraid of the light. <laughs> but I'll tell you... Jacob Cohen. Oh, I tell you, actually, I shouldn't tell jokes about my wife. I mean, she's attached to a machine that keeps her alive. The refrigerator. <laughs> and I tell you, my wife, she can't cook either. My house, we pray after we eat. <laughs> oh, 
I bought a pressure cooker. Now I eat off the ceiling. What a lousy cook. I don't think meatloaf should glow in the dark. I mean, she can't cook at all. She made chocolate mousse and antler got stuck in my throat. I'll tell you my trouble. I got the wrong doctor. You know my doctor, Dr. Vinnie Boombox. Come on, doctor. Last week I told him, Doc, every day I wake up, I look in the mirror, I want to throw up, what's wrong with me? He said, I don't know, but your eyesight is perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pretty funny. That goes up. Uh, that's two minutes. That yeah. is two minutes. That is 120 seconds. And he reeled off at least 20 jokes. Well, you like him or Henny Youngman? He's from the Henny Youngman yeah. school. He just, I think he refined it and took it to the next level. And that, I think this clip that I just played is from 1983. He's doing this on TV in 83. Yeah, probably the Tonight uh, Show. He's damn ahead. Of, yeah, it's the Tonight Show. Yeah. It's for sure the Tonight Show. Well, it wasn't, I don't know. He died too young. He was 83. I mean, it's still he too young. Because yeah, he, well, what do you want? Okay, have you ever heard board, stories? Of, I mean, so, you know, Rodney liked the, you know, the, uh, the uh, adult ballet clubs. The what? Adult ballet. Strip joint? Yeah. Ecdesius? Yes. And you're familiar with one not too far from us. Uh, he would he would often, I'm told, um, he'd come in, and, you know, whenever he was in town doing something. And uh, when he went to the strip club, you know what he'd do? He'd be a bouncer. He'd sit at the door and check IDs of people on the way in. Hmm. <laughs> That's not why I'd go to a strip club. I'd check G-strings. For, can you imagine for frazzling? Can you imagine being about eighteen or nineteen, trying to get into a? You think people knew him? I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. As the story weird, goes, weird you know, he just man. keeps his head down. Kid hands him an ID, and he starts ripping up the kid. And the kid's like, "What the, what the hell is going on?" And and you know, of course, you know, I don't know if he lets him in or not. Probably. And uh, you know, you had Rodney Dangerfield checking your ID. If, yeah, if you knew who he was, I would. God. Anyway, okay. Final death funny for guy. me, Steve Jobs. Uh, not so funny of a guy. Uh, yeah, but I love this guy. I'm t- now he really wasn't that that he was such an innovator, and he'll admit he stole most. No, of No, he his knew great how stuff. to package it, man. He's an entrepreneur, yeah, and that's why he was great. Yeah, he. This guy's a success story. I'll take him over any politician ever. You got to put him up there, man, with Ford and Vanderbilt and Rockefeller, all those guys. And he has all the all those robber barons. He has all the robber baron tendencies of those guys too. Yeah, success and making everybody's lives better and making them cheaper. Yeah, that's what he did. No, and stealing from people, as you mentioned. That's a myth. That's bullshit. Oh, really? Really? He invented all that stuff? No. You said it yourself, right? He didn't. No, he knew how to stole ideas. He stole ideas. Not patented, like the Walkman or whatever. He realized the Walkman. Okay, I'm going to use that. He did. Well, that's great. The tech people that I look at our lives. The tech of this people guy. I know hate them. You're you got a Samsung. What are you talking about? I can't look. Affo- I can't afford his oh, phone. BS. But I could admire him. Admire him all you want. No, he. Uh, Steve I've Jobs read that book. Steve about Jobs. I didn't see the movie. Changed the way. Uh, yeah. Changed, changed the, the way uh, we consume information on this planet. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I'll tell you what, Tupperware was admirable, too. You know when he sold his company made all that money? Yeah. He renounced his citizenship so he didn't have to pay taxes and bought an island off Costa Rica. How about him? I love him, too. Wow. There's a guy with, there's a guy with brains. Huh. That's like the theme to Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, that's Maybe. what the guy did. All right. I don't know if he renounced his citizenship, but he got the island off the coast of Costa Good. Rica, and he started playing with the DNA of the mosquitoes in the amber. 
see if they had bitten a dinosaur. Okay. Anyway, watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, I got 1981. Gloria Graham. My she died? Favorite. Yeah, died. Oh. Uh, she was uh, Violet Bick, remember, in uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. And uh, she was also won the Academy Award for Bad and the Beautiful. But what I like about her is she marries uh, Nicholas Ray, who is a famous director, the guy directed yeah. Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. Uh, he comes home one day from a hard day oh, at work. No. Catches her in bed with a, his 13-year-old son. You know, it, it happens. It happens. So she ends up marrying the son, 13, oh. 13 or whatever. He turned 18, I guess, or whatever. Oh, my God. So that my kind of gal, Gloria Graham, beautiful woman, though, by the way. I love, man, she's 13? good looking. Yeah, the kid was 13. Uh, and, of course, you know this guy died in 2014. I was probably putting him on. Jeffrey Holder. The Uncola Nut. Oh, that's Cola. his name. Uncola. Yeah. Oh, what Jeffrey a- Holder. Remember, well, he sold some seven up. Yeah, didn't he was he? great, a great voice. And then he should have been Darth Vader. And he was a member. He was in Live and Let Die. He was Baron Somedy. Phenomenal. He was Live on the train. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. That's Jeffrey Holder. Yeah. Oh, Died in what a set of pipes that guy had. Yeah, he had a great voice, man. I mean, I guess he was Caribbean. I think he is Caribbean. I don't know, somewhere. Oh yeah, Jamaican. Yeah. yeah, I would guess Jamaican, but I. Uh, now we've had this argument. He's not African American. He's Caribbean American or Caribbean African African Caribbean African we, Caribbean we call that Caribbean African Caribbean yeah yeah do we have to put labels on people all the time You're Armenian You're a dick No well, maybe no. I don't see a I label say, on I don't me. go around saying Armenian American No you don't you don't No Ocho man I don't think he even your cousin Ar- does I don't think he's even Armenian American He's just he's Armenian. Armenian Yeah man oh man And don't argue with him about it. He'll, Chew you up. All right. That'll do it. October the 5th is in the books. Oh, Thank you. Wait, wait a minute. You got one more? Well, I for, you forgot one event. 1969, Monty Python premieres on BBC. The Flying Dumbass. Circus. I don't know. You missed that one. I thought you thought that was a bunch of socialist trap clap. Trap clap? Clap trap. Clap trap. What, Sorry. Why would I think it's socialist? I don't know. It's, anyway, it's English. It's on public television. Yeah, I love them. And even, I don't even know that Graham Chapman was gay. That's the kind of open mind I have. Huh. About now, that. what's what's the theme song? To the Flying Circus? Yeah, what is that? I'll give you The Liberty Bell by John Philip Sousa. Oh, you know why okay. they use that? It's free. Yeah. No royalties. No royalties. That's say right. That. <laughs> it, was, it was very good. You're, you're becoming a capitalist. <laughs> right. It was it was public domain, and they could, they could use it for nothing. I. Uh, and how about that spam thing? That, that, you know, spam this, spam, that's what inspired spam to be used as the way we use it now for the computer right i think my favorite python bit everyone will say dead parrot and things like that uh i like the argument clinic the argument clinic was was great and i i liked the uh, upper class twit of the year i'll watch that one where (laughs) upper class twit of the year okay they're all great and then they did one for german tv where it was uh the the world cup of philosophy or something And they had a starting eleven of, you know, Immanuel Kant and oh, Sophocles. You have to know and, a little something about and, that. Uh, and they were uh, all out in Heidegger. You know, oh, and they were all out on the Heidegger. football field. And the game oh, starts, yeah, and everyone that. just starts wandering around thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that scene. And was it was it uh, the meaning of life where John Cleese is teaching the kids about sex, and his wife comes his wife in. comes in. I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> pay, att- pay attention. Pay attention. <laughs> what have you got there? That's a great scene. The kids just can't. <laughs> Rubbing the clitoris? <laughs> How about the kiss, man? Yeah. How about the nice, simple kiss? Before we go stampeding toward the clitoris? <laughs> That's funny, man. 
banging his wife. Pay, they're not paying attention. They're not paying <laughs> Eric Idle yeah. is one of the kids in the show. <laughs> I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> Thrust <laughs> thusly. Oh, thank you, dear. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. She's like talking to him, taking off oh, the clothes. Oh, as casual as ever. Whoever the actress was, she yeah, absolutely she was nailed good. it. Deadpan. Just perfect. All right. And so. in front of a room full of guys, yeah. too, to have, oh, man. She, kids, right? Most of them were kids. A lot of them were kids. Yeah, yeah. And then they go out into the rugby field. Right, and right. The, and they absolutely demolish the, like, the, the uh, elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> Motivate me, man. It's better than packing your blood, red blood cell. Oh shit! All right, oh, so anyway. All right. well, yeah, that's a good. I miss oh. Python. That's big. And, and by the way, the the link with uh, James Bond is the 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 font and everything where you see Monty Python's yeah. Flying Circus. Yeah, it's uh, the same thing that's designed on uh, Goldfinger. Pussy Galore's Flying Circus. Circus font. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. How about that? Yep, that's where they got it. Good stuff, Armon. Love it. Right. October 5th is a wrap. Don't forget, subscribe through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or any major podcast outlet, and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash this day in history podcast. For Andrew Allen, our producer, and Armand Kachigian, I'm Tony Hubert. And when October 6th rolls around, we are going to be right here to tell you about it at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.